Welcome to another edition of the Stoutcast podcast, this time from Folsom, California, outside of Sacramento, and perhaps my favorite name for a brewery, Red Bus Brewing Company. We're here with Eric Schmid, who is the owner and general manager. Eric, first, where did the genesis of the name come from? Oh, I'm a long time, grew up in a Volkswagen family and just a long time Volkswagen fan. So I, yeah, I ended up buying a bus that was meant to be kind of a transporter to get people from Old Town up to this location here. So we're four or five blocks off of Sutter Street. And uh, yeah, the bus is red and people really dug it and it was symmetrical and a, I thought a cool theme. So that's what we went with. So there's a back end of a bus sitting here inside of the facility. Uh, is that an actual back end of a it is that's the back end of a 72 bay window bus um, i saw the front end upstairs and then i drive around my daily driver is a 68 uh bay window bus it's, that's my run up front all right so if you see a red bus and, and there's a guy with a green sweatshirt and, uh, and a hat then uh, that's probably it's probably eric it's probably me all yeah all right so um how did you get in this racket um well i've owned the brewmeister um, home brewing stores here in sacramento for I think I started with one in Folsom about 16 years ago. And then I went through the American Brewers Guild school to become a brewer in the early 2000s. And then uh, it kind of dabbled in brewing here and there, professional brewing, just helping people out I know and getting to know people in the industry. So just pulled the trigger when another tenant um, left the building here where the homebrew shop is and uh, worked it out with the landlord and did it. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So you've got two here to offer. We yes. brought three of our own. Yep. Um, so tell me about the first one that we're going to try. So the first one is um, it's called the Vanilla Night Sky. Um, it's about an eight um, percent traditional stout um, with Madagascar vanilla beans and uh, cocoa and a little bit of lactose and sea salt. So um, not meant to be an overpowering, you know. 15% pastry stout, but uh, more enjoyable with a, you know, a nice balance of vanilla and chocolate. What's the purpose of this sea salt? Um, the sea salt helps just cut the sweetness a little bit. Um, really? That's kind of what it does? I, if anybody else has gone the sea salt route, they have not imparted that wisdom to us, so congratulations on being the we first. We are the first. I'll be honest, we stole that from Moonraker. Um, they, they make a, a stat out there called Foam Walker that uh, my brewer at the time, Nick Stevens and myself, just fell in love with. So this beer was definitely inspired by that one. Well, I've got to say, it's the taste on it is phenomenal. Um, it's got a nice mix of everything together so that one thing isn't hitting you over the head. I'm not a big fan of vanilla, as anybody who's listened to this thing knows by now. So I'm always kind of leery of like, okay, what's the vanilla going to do? What's the vanilla component? Because it's kind of like coconut um, and peanut butter. <laughs> Three things I don't particularly mm -hmm. care for. If it's in there, I'm like, I'm like ah, okay, what am I going to do? But this is, this is really good. Is it, is it done? Is, it, is, it, is this the masterpiece? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I get more vanilla on the nose than I do in the palate. Um, yeah, it's the second time we've done this beer. Um, and I think they were both pretty consistent. You know, um, we hit the target both times. Um, and, I, and they both came out fairly similar. 
So uh, would I be mistaken in saying that I'm getting the chocolate at the tail end? I think so, yeah. I would say that. Yeah. I score one for guessing, right? Yeah, exactly. This is really good. Thank it's, you. It's, it's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Um, it's definitely not in pastry. It's a nice blend. Um, so you said traditional. I, I've been hearing that a lot. Like, oh, it's just a, it's a regular stout or it's a traditional stout. What, what does that mean to you? What, where would you classify this in the American, um, Imperial, Irish, you know, pantheon? Um, I'd say it's probably more English in tradition just because we use English ale yeast on it. Um, so it tends to leave a little more malt around. Um, it's not overly, um, we don't use a ton of roasted barley in it, so you don't get that kind of coffee roastiness. I mean, you eat a little bit of it, but it doesn't dominate it. And it's certainly not an Irish-style stout because it's not dry enough. I mean, Irish, Irish stouts should be really, really dry. Um, so when I say more of a traditional stout, I just mean, especially here in California, Northern California, um, you know, it seems like every stout you hear about coming out is 13 to 15% has a ton of lactose in it, or they stopped they stopped the fermentation at some point to make it really, really sweet. And it has, you know, maple sugar, or, uh, you know, donuts thrown in it, or candy bars, or something like that. And I think, uh, I think breweries and the beers that come out of the breweries um, tend to model after the guiding personality there. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, those aren't the kind of beers that I really like. And so, we want to satisfy those folks that like the pastry stouts, but also the folks that want to just drink a, you know, a stout, a six, eight, nine percent stout. Um, and I just don't think the the vanilla and chocolate and lactose overpower it so much that if you were just a general stout fan, you couldn't also enjoy it. So would sweet stout be fair? Yeah, it, it is a milk stout. Um, and um, so, yeah, it, it is a sweet stout. I don't think it's super sweet, though. I mean, I've seen them before where, you know, you almost it's almost like pudding. Um, but yeah, you'd call it a sweet stout just because of the lactose in it, for sure. We try to generally do two things. Never use the words mouthfeel or mm -hmm. pudding when we're describing anything to do with beer. I'm... Um, yep, we got to you know, get through. You know what? I So the, the rating system is excellent, very good, good, fair, poor, cat. Yep. And I... You know, we give extra credit for nailing what you were aiming for, and you nailed what you were aiming for. Oh, thank and, you. And it's... It's either very good and ex to excellent, or it's just straight up excellent, and it's just really good. Thank you. I'm, I, I've got, I got no, I, have, I got no complaints. Good. I'm gonna go with excellent. Awesome. I appreciate I'm a, that. I'm a one man band today, so guess what? Yeah, 100% of the people who have hosted this episode of this podcast rate this an excellent. Well, I think it's excellent too. So I'll step in and we'll make it two for two. But it's a fan favorite here. I mean, we don't always make the same beers all the time, and it's really based on customer feedback. And this one, after we made it the first time, was like, when are you guys doing that again? You know, so thank you. Appreciate that. I am sorry I have to drive because I have to pour this out in the pitcher. All right, so we have our choice of Joseph James, uh, Bravery Brewing, and Cigar City. They're all Imperials. We have the raspberry from Cigar City. Which would you like to try first, sir? Let's do Cigar City because it's closest to me. For those of you who can't see that, Fair enough. visually yes. it's the closest to me. The so. label is uh, black with uh, gold, the Cigar City with a gold cigar. It says 110K plus OT, batch number six. There is a 
gold chain around the outside. Yeah, it says um, imperial stout brewed with uh, raspberries aged in port barrels. I, I think you're the first person besides me to read the label. So Let's hats off to that. What's the rest of it say? It says, uh, for times that call for a whole lot plus a little more, we proffer the 110 KOT series, the second batch of the sixth iteration of the 110 KOT is an imperial style brewed with raspberries, aged port barrels, that clocks in at 26 OG, seven final, uh, final gravity, 80 SRM. If you don't know what all that jargon means, the gist of it is it's more than you deserve. 10%. All right, let's pour a little bit of that. Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah, I can. I can read. It was a lot of pressure, though. Well, yeah, and I could tell. And you, um, you're all not, those ears on me. Well, and there's uh, there's the possibility of glasses in your future, judging by how hard you were swimming. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I was having a discussion with my wife last night. So. So I'm to the point where I'm doing the old man pull the glasses down my nose thing. That's a good look. Oh, yeah. um, also, the children enjoy it, and my wife enjoys it when I'm like reading something and I look up at her over the glasses. When now she thinks I'm mad at me because I'm looking at her over the glasses. Yeah, it's just not the case. I would just think you're really, really smart when you do that. That's what that's what it exudes to me. When the glasses go down on the nose and you look up, it just makes you seem smarter. You have obviously never listened to the podcast. All right. So what are we what are we expecting? All right. Well, I got whiskey right off the top. Yeah, and I get raspberry. For sure, but I, yeah, I definitely can uh, get some whiskey out of that. That's funny, because I'm not getting any raspberry and I'm getting all whiskey. Huh. <laughs> um, it's a little tart, am I it's a little sticking? Tart. I think that's the raspberries. Raspberries are a tough one. Um, because when you think about them, they, they sound great, but they're a pretty tart fruit, especially when you ferment all the sugar away. Um, but you know what raspberries are good in? Donuts. Yeah. Raspberry jelly donuts. We never made a beer with them just because I'm afraid of how tart the outcome would be. I mean, we might do like a Saison could handle it, right? Because you kind of expect it to be tart, but... So I think I've told the story. Now the second one is better. There's still this whiny, fruity, aftertaste thing. Uh, can I infuse it into a donut? Yeah, I. You are warming it. I was warming it just to see if it changes a little bit. You know, a lot of these things. I, I you know, I'm of the the belief that you you can't truly taste all of a beer until you know 45, 50 degrees. Well, I've uh, I've had multiple sips. I really like it off the top. I really like the booze characteristic of it. It's not a whole lot. It's got just that yeah. that, that nice characteristic. But then the, the raspberries come trundling in in the clown car and slap me across the face, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm not crazy about about that. You're I don't also even not know. crazy about port wine, though, right? Yeah, or raspberries. So that I mean, this is a very port-like stout um and i i do enjoy port um so i actually i actually kind of like it um, but i could see if you're not a wine person you just the opposite right? I, i'm a weird person to be hosting 
anything that has anything to do with the appreciation of all kinds of tastes. I am You're really, focused. I am narrow-minded, I think, is what most people would call it, but you, I like focused a lot better. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, um, so I would, all right, I, did they, did they absolutely deliver what they promised? I believe they did. I think so. Do I particularly care for it? Not especially, but I would finish the glass. So for that, I'm going to give it a good. And then I'm going to go slash very good if you like raspberries or port wine. I so, And that's where the wiggle room is. We're a benevolent group of dictators at the Stoutcast. You like it more than I do, I believe. Yeah, yeah I, I, think it's, I think it's quite good. Um, I, I would... I don't know. Depending on where I was, I might finish that whole bottle. But would, you know, especially yeah. if I was at home. If I was at home, yeah, it's good. And a cigar, and as it warms up, uh, and um, over some ice cream would be really good too. So very good, excellent. I'd say very good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair for somebody who like. I think yeah, I think very good is a good place for for this, depending on what you, on what you like. Yeah, you want to take the rest home and no. try it with the cigar? No. Sure? Oh, right. I don't have any cigars. Oh, okay. I wish I'd brought mine. <laughs> All right. So that's beer number two. And then are we going with closest to you? Yeah. Uh, in that case, it's the Bravery Brewing Crazy Rhinoceros. Or is that a wild pig? It's a wild pig. Sorry. It's a wild pig. Um, it looks like it's called uh, the Shroud. Yeah. Russian Imperial Stout. Let's see if we can get a description here. The, uh, the, the shroud is in a bright yellow, the wild pig is in a black, gray, and white, three-tone. Maybe a kind boar? Of Might, oh, yeah, probably a boar. Yeah, it says uh, Great American Beer Festival 2018 Silver um, Award. So. Okay. And it comes in a can. Uh, 10%, 65 IBUs. I get bread. Do you yeah. like bread? I do, I, like, I love bread, probably a little too much. I get bread and alcohol when I smell it. Not overpowering, but I definitely can smell the alcohol. Um, does this, this, doesn't, this isn't jumping up and down and, and telling and screaming, this is a, this is a, a typical Imperial. Is this striking you as such? It's very clean. Like I, I can't pick up a flaw, you know, but I'm not getting like this explosion of different flavors like it, it doesn't taste bad it's just not nothing really stands out i don't know what do you think i i, I think that pretty much sums it up so on the on the uh, stoutcast rating scale well, what's it go fair good very good excellent yeah, there there, fifth yeah, one in there, there? there's poor and cat but oh, we're, we're above poor no no fair, at least i would say good i mean it's completely drinkable um i just think when you put the word imperial on a stout it doesn't just mean that it's high in alcohol it's supposed to be high in flavor like good you know roast coffee chocolate um and i don't get a lot of that in here i just get is is it possible that the really long lingering aftertaste that i'm experiencing is coffee Tough to say, just because roasted barley and coffee, in terms of the flavors they impart, are so similar. I don't, I couldn't tell you if that's coffee, but I mean, it's coffee-like. 
for sure. <laughs> Judging by the look that I'm sure is on my face, because I can feel like all the way the muscles and all the skin is moving around, etc. I'm I. The fr I like it off the top. I like the first taste. The first mm -hmm. taste is fine, and then it's just like aftertaste, boom, and then forever, and yeah, I um, I'd go, I'd probably go fair. Um, it's not terrible, like you said, it's drinkable. I could finish one, but would I have another one? No. Um, yeah, I uh, this is the second one that we've uh, rated from uh, Bravery Brewing. And um, their taste and our taste so far have not aligned particularly well. So, but, but hey, you know, credit to them to putting something out there and and going for a, an imperial with uh, with what they did. So, all right. Uh, and then we go to the third imperial, and it has we know it's good because it has a wax coating around the top. Oh, I see how you guys are. That's always... It's, we just make the bottle fancy and you, you guys, it's good? Uh, we are the Andre Agassi <laughs> of beer podcasts. Nice. Well, in basketball terms, you know, when I was growing up playing basketball, if the other team had like, you know, a couple of really tall guys that could dunk, you didn't know if they could actually play or not, they were called the all-airport team. So it's a kind of similar thing, right? You look at the bottle and go, oh, man. So let's see, man. It's a lot of pressure to, live, you know, a lot of, a lot of hype to live up to. So what's a lot of hype? We've got Joseph James Brewing Company, Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Style. Looks like a, uh, I think that's a barrel uh, with the straps around it behind yep. the Joseph James, and then Bourbon, bourbon Barrel, barrel is in white, outlined in blue, and then Imperial Stout is in sort of a blue, light slate blue, slate blue, yeah, sort of slate a, blue outlined in white. Yeah. Okay, and then what you got? Any kind of description? So these guys are uh, Henderson, Nevada. Oh, here we go. This bourbon barrel aged stout is offered to you in the truest sense of craftsmanship. We take pride in producing a beer that is that we savor and look forward to with great anticipation each year. Sounds like it's a yearly offering. The incredibly complex depth of flavors produced during the barrel aging process cannot be created by any by any other way. Each barrel is tested at assess its worthiness, and we exclude barrels that don't make the cut. In the end, we have created a unique beer that we hope you enjoy. Okay. As. And you enjoy as, and then it ends. And, and judging by the label, uh, 2015. Oh, had a little time. So I'm not sure where this one came from. So it's got a you know, nice kind of off-white head to it. Um, I know when we opened the, uh, what was the other bottle that we opened uh, cigar cigar city was like almost brown head was a little bit different good carbonation and what does the color of the head tell you it's just something to kind of note it doesn't really tell you much um, i get the bourbon yeah i do too and i like bourbon i like I mean, oh i, I do don't too. like drinking bourbon i like this is how i like my bourbon is through a stout And then we're not sure how far the sound from the bar um, reached, if it got here, but somebody's talking about smacking somebody over at the bar. What kind of establishment you're in in here? It's two young ladies who, I, yeah, they're talking about physical violence here, I think. Maybe they're talking about smacking my bartender, in which case I should go step in. Oh, well, yeah. Everything uh, looks civil right now. Yeah, okay, all right, all right, let's keep an eye on it. We will right. keep an eye on it. I didn't hear that. Maybe I just have selective hearing. What? Exactly. <laughs> All right. 
the I I enjoy, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because of the uh, just because of the smell or the nose as some people would call it. I'm gonna um, get a towel real quick because okay. the pitcher I used for our bucket uh -huh. looks like it has a hole in it. Is that a problem? I don't know. So this one, I, I like this one. Uh, I get a lot of barrel. You know, I get the bourbon, and I get oak. Bye guys, I get a little bit of vanilla. You gotta take care of the customers, even mm -hmm. if you're in the middle of recording a podcast, mm -hmm. and that's okay. We had a tour bus stop in one day during another podcast. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say stuff like that. Well, you got a mouthful of stout. That almost came out the, the top end. No, no, it's all right. Um, yeah, that's, this one's quite good. Um, City alcohol is ten. Yeah, all, yeah. all three of the middle ones are ten. I, I like it. It's. Yeah, uh, I don't taste the alcohol per se. I mean, it's there, but it's not overpowering. Um, it's got a really good balance to it. It's very flavorful. Um, I, I think it tastes as it's as it's described. I think it's good. Yeah. I uh, I think I, I think I land right at very good. I have uh, I think I've had better. Um, of this kind where it doesn't have the, quite that that lingering thing at the end. That's probably the only thing that brings it down from excellent, but it's still eminently drinkable. And you can impress all your friends because it has the cool wax thing on the you top. You think it warrants the wax top? Yeah, I think right, so. I think, right. very ex I think very excellent. I think very good and above um, warrants <laughs> the wax top. Okay. Uh, but I mean, what a disappointment when you get a stout with a wax top and then it's just, and then it's just you know, swill. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, um, you should have spent more time on what's in the bottle than you did on what the wax, the, the wax budget probably is huge, don't you think? Yeah, wax isn't super cheap. Have you it priced, takes some time you, to do it. Have you priced wax? Oh, I know wax. We sell it in the homebrew store all the time. There you go. So we can get, we can get you any color wax you want. Wow, um, that's good. Well, I, I didn't it's know. It's not it. cheap. Yeah? No. Yeah. And it's, you know, you have to have kind of a certain consistency when you do it to, you know, to make it look like it does, I and mean, you kind of describe this one here. It's you know, dipped almost to the to the shoulder of a 22 ounce bottle, but then it's got kind of some, you know, run on it like a paint run on it. It looks cool. Yeah, no, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go very good. I'll go very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I mean, it's it's. I don't think there's a lot to say about it. It's just it's a barrel aged imperial stout. It tastes like a barrel aged imperial stout, and it tastes like a good one. Yes. So there we go. All right, so now we're hopefully going to have, well, we had the best at first, so maybe we're going to have the best at last again. I don't know. What is what is it? It's okay. uh, Hold on. Let me describe it first. It's yeah. a it's a black label. It says, was that Combi? Combi Black. Combi. Yeah, phonics tricked me up there. And then there's a, uh, it looks like a, there's a road inside of a circle. Yeah, that's and a, and a the Combi Barrel Project. It's kind of a sub-brand here at the um, brewery. Um, and we call this beer um, Combi Black. It's a barrel-aged foreign extra stout. Um, this beer went into uh, a uh, Jack Daniels whiskey barrel um, after the first beer did. So we ran, a, we ran one beer through the barrel and then this one went afterwards. And then we hit it with, lacto, uh, with lactobacillus. So it's a sour. It's a sour. Um, and it started life as a foreign extra stout. So we, we had a beer on tap here at the brewery called uh, JB Flannelstrom, um, hence the little flannel note on the label, okay? okay? And that was named after our sales guy and brand manager, John Soderstrom, who was the one who came up with the foreign extra stout recipe. And we served that beer in here 
as a normal four and extra stout. And then we um, went ahead and stuck um, about four barrels of it into two whiskey barrels and then soured it. And then we also added um, sour cherries. Yeah, it's, it screams for an extra when you just when you take a whiff off of it. It's, right. it's got that fruity thing going. And then by souring it, explain, please. Uh, well, we, it, it got inoculated with lactobacillus. Which is? Uh, Again, this is the first time we've had salt guys, and the first time we've had lactobacillus. You guys haven't done a sour stout on the show yet? Not. Well, oh. not. Well, not. We, all right, I take that back. We have had some sour stouts on the show. They weren't meant we, to be sour. We were, unin, we were uninformed as to whether that was intentional or not. We assumed it was not. So we're in new territory. So educate us. Okay, well, you know, when you sour beers, you're using some sort of uh, bacteria. So um, lactobacillus, pediococcus, Britannomyces are all things used to sour beers. Um, lacto um, is kind of the most, I guess, the most mild of the the souring type of organisms um, and what it tends to do is um, you know you're creating lactic acid in the in the in the solution there and then also just chewing away it tends to chew away uh, carbohydrates that uh, yeast won't so it tends to make beers even drier so it'll chew away at larger chain um, carbohydrates that yeast won't so it also will bring the, the ending gravity of the beers down as well so it lowers pH, makes it kind of tart. The cherries, the sour cherries also make it tart. Yeah, it starts off with kind of a, a wine thing going, which is probably the fruit, I'm guessing, and then, and then makes a U-turn and then heads into Soursville. Yep, so you got to give it three sips. Three sips. Okay, I've already had two. Okay, third sip is <laughs> the first two you are kind of just getting your palate used to it. And then the third one, the shock is kind of worn off and you can actually taste it. Yeah, it's sour, it's fruity. It's, um, yeah, that's a, uh, it's a brave new world out there. Yeah, I mean, what are your impressions? I mean, well, you, you didn't really know what to expect, I'm sure, because it sounds like you've ever had anything like this. Well, when you hit me with sour, I had a pretty good idea what that it was going to be sour, and it is. Um, I, I, I'm, sours are not where I live. Yep. Um, if we, if it were, then we'd have Sourcast and Sourcast.com. <laughs> yeah, but, I'll be honest with you, that's not where I live either. Um, it's uh, all right. First, it, hats off. It's um, it's absolutely drinkable, which. Um, unlike some of the others uh, that we've had that we weren't sure whether it was it was supposed to be um, it's and maybe maybe they were sours we just couldn't find out any that was the other thing too was like if you don't have any information about what you're doing and then you hit somebody with a sour stout and you expect them to come back for a second one you're well you're probably fooling yourself but right. but thanks for the heads up sure um, it's really close to wine yeah I mean that's typically your sour. Um, fans, folks that come in the brewery looking for sours. Um, and I don't want to generalize it to just women, but a lot of them are women that um, like wine, um, you know, white wines. Um, you know, a lot of the sour beers are usually lighter in color. Um, they don't have the roast in it, sour cherries and this and that. They're made with fruit and they're aged in Chardonnay or uh, Sauvignon Blanc barrels, that kind of thing. So they have a very white wine-ish kind of thing to it. Um, the sour stouts, I don't think you're going to see them as often. 
Uh, I do know there's some, some breweries that do them, like I know Flatland does them, um, and Mraz does them, and um, you know, typically aged in red wine barrels, or in, our, in this case, we did it in a spirit barrel. So you can pick up a tiny bit of, of the whiskey and oak in there, um, but it's not for everybody. And to be honest with you, when I come in here, it's not, it's not the first beer I'm reaching for either, but it helps us round out the offering. You know, and so it, it just helps with trying to have a beer for as many different flavors of folks that come in here. It's kind of the, where it comes from. So I will say this. If you like wine and you know that you don't like, if you like red wine, yeah. well, or white. I mean, it's got definitely, it's kind of got a white wine thing to it. But if, if you like wine, you have all varieties, and you're not crazy about stouts or you've never had one, this is a this is a great jumping off point in to make that leap yeah. and then try other flavors and go down that road. Yeah, I would this, agree. The same with the sours. If you like sours and you're not really crazy about stouts because you've had one and it starts with a G and it's from England, then you know this is a great jumping off point. It's thoroughly confusing me. You're delivering uh, what you promised. I don't, as a lover of stouts, I am not tasting anything that says stout okay that's fair i wish we still had some of the uh, original um foreign extra stout for you to try next to it because that'd be kind of interesting too um but we don't so we're out of luck but i i i mean i get where you're going and i hey man if nobody throws I, you a curveball once in a while how much fun would this oh, be right I'm, I'm telling you what no no this is great i mean like it's this is great fun I just don't want know what to do with you're it. You're not sure how to rate it either because yeah. you don't know what the, what you're rating it against. So well, it is definitely, as far as I know, it is uh, it's one of a kind. Uh, well, you said it's not, but for us so far, this is the first one we've had. I having nothing to compare it to, and judging by drinkability, is it drinkable? Yes. Am I crazy about sours? No, but I've had them and I've been able to drink them. And, and this is more drinkable than a regular sour that I've had. Okay. Um, and it's probably, that's got to be, I'm guessing, because of the stout component. Um, would I get two? Probably not. <laughs> that's fair. Totally fair. <laughs> but, but so I've got to go with, and this is where like the whole rating system like falls completely apart. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, because like for what you promised, it's very good to excellent because not excellent because you've nailed it as far as like my enjoyment of it I'm like somewhere in a fair to good area so like you're all over the map with this all right and I guess so am I that's but, fine hey cheers thank you for thank you for making it sure yeah no I, problem that I mean that's like an that's I don't know if it's, I don't know, we do endorsements, but I mean, that's like a, I mean, that's kind of like an endorsement, I guess, is like, hey, thanks for, thanks for doing yeah. it, because yeah. it's cool. It's been popular, you know, not with everybody. All right. Well, we certainly started off with the best, and we certainly ended with the most interesting. Okay. So you've it. got, you've got like multiple bases covered. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, that was quite an experience. Uh, we want to thank Eric Schmid and Red Bus Brewing Company in Folsom for participating in this episode of the Stoutcast podcast. And want to remind you that if you're listening to this on iTunes or Google Play or Podcastify or Spotify or TuneIn or wherever, uh, there's a website, stoutcast.com. There's a beer list that has all the beers on it, imagine. And then there's a best of list of which we now have an additional member. Oh, sweet. 
And then there are also each one of the episodes with the Cliff Notes version of what's supposed to be in the beer, what you can expect, and what our humble hosts, or in this case, host. Well, oh no, you're going to be, you know, you're hosted for the other three. So yeah, hosts. Yeah, yeah look at that. Yeah, right. you can put that on your resume. Uh, what we thought of it. So just a reminder, there's the website as well. And once again, we just want to thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time on the Stoutcast. Yeah. It was cool to be cool.